Welcome to another edition of Contractors Corner, a solar power world podcast series in which editors talk with solar contractors and installers just like you. This podcast series is a companion to the Contractors Corner column in the back of our print magazine and on our website. So make sure you look for this featured contractor in the January 2014 issue. I'm assistant editor Stephen Bushong. Today we're joined by James Dumas, a founding principal at Select. Thanks for joining us today, James. Thank you, Stephen. No problem. So just uh, start by telling us a little bit about what your company does. Sure. So Left Energy Development is a, uh, we provide solar energy solution, and we take uh, a practical approach, what we like to call smart solar. So we develop, install, and provide ongoing support for projects. So we do it directly with customers. Uh, we also do it for investors. The, uh, power purchase agreements or PPAs, and we own some projects ourselves as well. So we kind of feel we have a, a unique view there and put ourselves in the customer's shoes. It's a little bit of a def- differentiator for us. Very good. When did uh, Select get its start? We started uh, back in 2009, which, uh, you know, in this industry actually is some years, right? It, everything's so new. Uh, and it, uh, we, we came together. Uh, basically, there are three founding principles. So there's myself, uh, Ken Driscoll, and Craig Huntley are the other two gentlemen. And it was one of these things where we were in uh, corporate America. We were looking to take a hard right. We saw an opportunity in solar, uh, especially where we're based out of in Massachusetts, and uh, decided to kind of do a little little uh, mini business plan, uh, kind of an MBA-type project, and then decided to uh, kind of give a go of it, and that's, uh, yeah, that was four years ago at this point. What kind of work were you doing prior to solar? So I was in the high-tech area, and I actually came from computer networking, and Ken uh, had a similar type background, again, in you know, large corporations, and Craig was uh, from the financial industry. We kind of saw a lot of uh, what was going on in, uh, in solar, liking to what had happened in the computer industry, I'll say in the 80s, and saw an opportunity to kind of bring some, you know, management expertise and relationships um, into the market here to really serve something that we felt was uh, was not being served uh, yet, and it's, it's worked out for us so far. Yeah, that initial vision that you had in 2009, whatever you saw coming down the road, uh, has that played out the way you you thought it would? Absolutely. We Our focus has been in what I'll call the, the mid-market, uh, the, you know, from a, a kilowatt size, I'll say from 100 to, you know, 1,000. And that area, you know, it was, uh, I'll say, direct uh, electrical companies maybe were asked to, be go, to go up into that space and were being challenged. And then some of the larger companies that had done, you know, utility scale were being asked to come down into that space, and they were being challenged. So we clearly focused from the beginning there and commercial, and that's where um, we've had a lot of success and there was a lot of need. So, um, you know, the regulatory piece of that in the state of Massachusetts anyways has kind of geared towards that way as well. Good. Now, is there an installation or two that uh, make you exceptionally proud? Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll say from a, a proud standpoint, it's probably one of the smaller ones uh, that we've done, which is uh, there's a local outreach uh, organization here called the Respite Center 
that helps with uh, special needs families, and it provides a respite for the families by allowing um, the clients to come and stay at the house while the families, you know, get a break from the uh, the, the hectic life that that they uh, that they're basically under. And we uh, we provide a system for them, you know, donate a system basically. It's you know, it's hard, it's uh, provide a lot of. Uh, communication with the community, and it's uh, you know, it's really a, a, a kind of a feel-good thing that we're able to do as a business. Um, so that that one kind of fits it. Now we have other ones that are, I'll say, more unique and creative, and I'm happy to talk about those if if you want. Yeah, sure. So one that's kind of unique is uh, one that we're doing for the province of Worcester Railroad, where they are putting solar panels on some of their switching stations. So it's a very small installation, you know, just less than a you know, kilowatt or less, let's say. But they're going to power these uh, switching stations. Huh. And it's kind of a unique type of a situation. So they started, we have about, I don't know, seven that are installed right now, and they're looking to do more. But it was a unique application um, that we felt was you know, a pretty good use of the technology. And then another one, probably the most creative, is a, a large one. It's a, a megawatt field that we put in, and that was the first one of that size that we put in a number of years ago, where the owner was able to connect it to a building that was in the next parcel, so we owned both, you know, parcels of land, and, you know, served the needs of that building, and then the extra that they have is being used to help satisfy other buildings that the owner has in the area via, you know, regulatory net metering. So I think it was a good use. This is back to the, what, you know, we have termed smart solar, good practical use of solar, uh, a good fit for the land, a good fit for the owner, you know, and I think a good use of um, your technology and regulations, kind of what it was meant to do. Do you do most of your work in Massachusetts? So the, predominantly it has been in Massachusetts. To date, we have systems in uh, going in in Connecticut, and we have systems that we own in Rhode Island. But from a, a regulatory, you know, perspective, Massachusetts has been the leader, I'll say, in the in the New England area. Okay. So a few uh, work-related questions. How do you stay current on regulations, standards, things of that nature? Yeah. So it's you know you have to be active within the trade organizations and in the local government as. You know, using Massachusetts as an example, it's pretty uh, tight relationships with utilities and the um, Department of Energy Resources, which is, you know, their specific department name. But I think you, um, you know, any any of us in this industry, you just have to stay current with, um, to stay current with what's going on. You have to, you know, really understand political structure in the, in the states and, the, uh, you know, have, get a relationship going with those departments. And they, they have public outreach meetings and so forth, but I think you got to take it another step to, to really stay on top of things. Okay. Another aspect of uh, work, how do you attract and retain a great workforce? Yeah, so that's, uh, I think that's a challenge for, you know, all companies uh, openly, and we've been successful in doing that by, um, leveraging our network. You know, you have a culture from the top down, and if you surround yourself with um, folks like-minded, you know, not not meaning everyone, you know, uh, 
we like different opinions to get things going, right? Have healthy discussions. But just kind of, you know, like-minded culture-wise, I think you do that best through um, your referral network and, and constantly interviewing, you know, trying to figure out, you know, who's going to, what am I going to need next, and who knows of a person that's, you know, the caliber that can work here. Very good. Would you say that's your biggest challenge, your workforce, or uh, is there something else that you encounter on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I'd, I'd lump it into growth overall. You know, for us in this space, and again, I'm assuming most companies like us, it's, there's been fast growth. So managing that, you know, we're not the same company we were, obviously, for years ago. And managing that growth is key. And How have you grown? So we've, you know, we've grown from, you know, three people in 2009 to over 20 people now. And, you know, from a, uh, you know, a kilowatt, perspective, you know, the first year, you know, was, was very minimal, and, you know, now we have over, you know, ten and a half megs in stock. It's, uh, it's grown very quickly, you know, we've more than doubled each year, and we have, you know, close to 80 projects now under our belt, so some of those early challenges of organically growing and, you know, finding new customers are no longer the challenge, right? We have references and a solid base and we can point to things. And now it's different types of things that you need to do to grow. And, you know, your point of how do you get good people, that's what it's all about now, especially at our size. Sounds like you're doing great. Thanks. What's the best thing about being in the solar industry today? I would say uh, as much as it drives me crazy, it is the, the changing that, that does occur. Because right? I think it keeps you keeps things fresh. Uh, so the, that fast pace does energize the company and I think the people around it. It's a challenge to you know, maintain that pace and stay up on things, but it's not boring, right? So you, you, know, you get up in the morning and there's, there's going to be something new during the day. So that, you know, my one of the partners, Ken, calls it, um, it's a little bit of a wild west, right, which is good and bad because I think if I'm on the other side, a purchaser, it, it can be confusing. And that, you know, for the industry is not a great thing because I think there's misinformation out there at times or, or not all, um, you know, on purpose per se. It's just things are happening so fast sometimes people might not fully understand and put out some information that's not really accurate. So that can be a challenge um, in the industry, but it's but it's also what I like about you know what's going on. It's, it's just not boring. Yeah, you probably learn something every day. Right. You know, regarding components, though, what have you learned there uh, that could be useful to to others in the field? So I, I think um, relative to that, I, it's, I'm going to go back to the uh, our kind of mantra of the practicality, right? You got to look at from a component perspective, how everything fits together at a total system. So we've learned, you know, and we've been not afraid to try new things too when they come out, right? So we, we know where some of, we might need some efficiencies or, or a new product that comes out and we say, hey, let's try it, let's try it out. We hear what people are saying, let's try it out, let's see how it fits for us. So, you know, I think it's, it's good to do that, um, but, I'll say at the same time, back to the practicality, it also makes more sense to, you know, standardize on something uh, so that you can you know, get projects in for customers on time, you know, on the budget that you projected. And that balance, again, is one of the tough things. So, 
you know, we, we don't want to have five different, you know, widgets that we're putting in. And now, have, having said that, we do feel that it's not a one-size-fits-all either, right? So you get to look at what's practical, what's the actual roof design or land design, and, you know, which one of these two, maybe three, but, you know, at least two solutions go in and, and make sense. And, and I think if you do that, it, it pays off long-term you know, for the company and for the, for the customer, most importantly. Do you have a favorite brand of module, mounting, inverter? Yeah, I'll say we've, um, we have uh, a very good, strong relationship with ET Solar. We've had very, you know, uh, good working relationship, like the product. Uh, things have been grow- uh, great there. We've grown, you know, with them, you know, putting in a bunch of uh, their panels. It's not an exclusive type of thing, though, so if there's a, a particular need, you know, for um, uh, another manufacturer, you know, we're able to do that. Um, but again, back to, you know, we feel to be practical, it makes sense for us to partner up as much as, um, as we can because, you know, it's about relationships. It's relationships on the customer side, it's relationships on the supplier side as well. So um, that's, you know, so that's one where we've, we've gone... Um, fairly deep on. Relative to the uh, inverter side, uh, again, we've put in a bunch of Selectria inverters. It's a local company out of Massachusetts. So there's been some, you know, initially there was proximity there, and we have a good relationship with a company um, like the product. You know, if, uh, if there are issues, they're, they're, they're right on top of things coming out. So that's, that's been helpful. And we work through, you know, a local partner to, to do that. On the mounting, it's you know, it's been more depending upon what the roof design is, I'll say. Um, so it's not uh, strictly one. Um, we've used uh, panel claw. We've used Schleder. We've used some of the you know some new ones that have been out. That that's I'll say one area that we continue to kind of poke on relative to you know what's the best way to do it most efficiently, you know, from, uh, you know, for the customer and for the company. Hmm. So you're using a number of different systems and kind yeah. of determining their their functionality, their usefulness, how quickly they install, things of that nature. Correct, yeah. You know, look, looking at what the company's, uh, sorry, the customer's need is, um, and then matching those, the right one in there. Very good. Because they have their pros and cons, right, depending upon what's, what's needed, what's unique about that roof. Um, you know, one might fit uh, versus another. So we have come to the last question. Congratulations. <laughs> so uh, what, what trade show or uh, conference is your favorite and why? I'd have to say we get the most value out of um, SPI, and it's probably, you know, the place where we just see the biggest uh, presence and are able to, you know, we use it as a training ground for our teams as well as relationship building with our partners and you know seeing new ones as well seeing what's out there but you know I would say that's probably the the one that we rely on more now we have you know local ones that we attend as well and and if there's any real real local one um, which wouldn't be on you know the, the road map I'm sure of, uh, of everyone uh, that's helpful too because I think you can get out the education part of what we do um, a lot more 
you know, it's easier. Sometimes on that end, you're able to reach customers as well. So that's helpful. Sounds good. Well, James, is there anything else that you would like to share with us? No, I think, you know, I, um, as you mentioned, you know, the reason we're in here, uh, one of the reasons is uh, kind of things aren't boring, right? It's a great place to be, great industry to be in. You know, there's, um, there's a great environmental aspect to what we're doing. You know, we're passionate about that as well. Um, there's a you know, financial aspect to it. You know, I think it just it fits from a lot of different angles, and uh, we're excited to, to keep growing. Very good. Thanks so much for joining us today. Great. Thanks, Stephen. Appreciate it. No problem. This has been Contractor's Corner. I'm Stephen Bushong. Thank you for listening.